Hello and welcome to a very holiday season uh, My Arundel Biz podcast powered by Anne Arundel Economic Development Corporation. I'm the very festive Grayson Orfe. Uh, yes, sir. I'm uh, also equally festive trying here with my Rudolph, uh, Steve Adams, your uh, co-host. And uh, happy to be introducing you today to Taryn Oots. Um, she's the founder of not only her own candle company, um, Burnt Culture Co., but also Blank Slate, uh, which is an entrepreneurship collective that's passionate about helping small brands start, grow, and thrive. And it's located in the Annapolis Mall. Um, and I've been there many, many times already yeah. uh, since they opened yeah. back in um, May, um, including a cool ribbon cutting in June when I met Taryn's uh, mom and a ton of the different vendors there. So. Taryn, welcome to the podcast. Thank you guys for having me. Um, really appreciate it. Just to start, uh, if you could tell us a little bit about your background, how you started Burnt Culture Co., um, and where the name of that first business came from. Okay. Um, so my name is Taryn. I'm Taryn Oots. Um, I am actually a Maryland girl through and through, um, born and raised in Maryland, um, specifically PG County, but I've spent the bulk of my adult life um, living in Arundel County. Um, and uh wow so burnt culture co is actually not my first business oh okay it's actually my third business okay um so i actually started off my entrepreneurial journey while i was actually still in high school um wow. so i actually own a tutoring company um and so wow. um so i own a tutoring company it's called raising the standard um, and RTS and what grade for short, of high school? all of them. So I actually so you started in like school. ninth grade. So I started tutoring actually as an eighth grader. Wow. Um, and my parents really realized that I had a knack for it, and so did my teacher. I should have known um, you through school. <laughs> Jeez, so, I would have um, been way better off. I actually, you know how like your your schools do like peer tutoring and things yeah, like that. Yeah. And I was always voluntold that <laughs> I would be doing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was actually an athlete in high school and um, a part of what we would do, we would tutor the other athletes who were struggling okay. so we could all okay. stay eligible right. <laughs> to play our respective sports. Um, and so I actually started that company um, and my parents actually did whatever they needed to do for me so I could actually make it like a bonafide business. Wow. Um, so I've been doing that while if I give you the years, I'll be telling my age. Yeah, that's okay. But um, over over 15 years, wow. um, I've actually been doing that. Um, and um, Burnt Culture Co. Actually, the name of that company is just kind of random. Yeah. Um, it was uh, kind of like a ode to culture. Um, mm -hmm. I actually suffer from migraines. Absolutely, for like since like I was 10 years old. Love candles, it's just kind of my routine, my regimen. You come in, you take your shoes off, wash your hands, light a candle, figure out what you're making for dinner. Yeah. Um, and uh, I had a neurologist, cause you know, when your migraines are that bad, you kind of have to go and have CT scans, all of this yeah. stuff regularly. Um, so I ended up getting a new neurologist and he asked me to like start documenting what was going on like in my surroundings, like when I would feel these migraines coming on. Right, right. And I absolutely love Bath and Body Work candles. Yep. Um, mahogany teakwood from them is literally my favorite. I did not need a sale to buy them. <laughs> yeah. I would buy them at regular price. Like that's how <laughs> yeah. much I love them. Um, and 
when I couldn't light the candles because my doctor started putting like two and two together, mm -hmm. he's like, hey, listen, stop burning this candle for a couple of weeks and let's see how that works yep. out. Um, so when I kind of found out that was helping to trigger and or um, allow my migraines to become more intense, I started mm -hmm. doing some research mm -hmm. and I found out that in a lot of mainstream candles, there is a high content of paraffin. Yeah. Um, and paraffin, you know, once you burn it, it kind of releases toxins into the air and that which was actually causing um, some of my migraines to kind of like to exacerbate the symptoms. Mm -hmm. um, so I have a skincare company yep. which is called Essene Naturals. It's named after my grandmother's. Um, so with a natural skincare brand, I do a lot of work with essential oils anyway. Yep. Um, so I started like mixing essential oils to kind of create stronger blends to put in my diffuser. But it just really wasn't giving me what a candle would give. Yeah, right, and right. I was like, I need a candle. The, the, uh, like, I have to have a candle. Like mood music. You get yes, home, you put on exactly. Music or, yeah. And so I was like, I have to create a candle. Like, I have to figure out how to make this work because I need yeah. a candle. Um, and so my candle company actually wasn't a candle company initially. I was just making candles for myself because I needed yeah. them at home. Necessity is the mother They're of all invention. invention. That's the, right? Yeah. And so one of my friends came over and she was like, oh my God, what is that smell? And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, just a candle. She's like, where did you get it from? Oh, I made it. You did what? Yeah. I made it. Um, she was like, but how, when, like, when did yeah. you have time to make a yeah. candle? Um, you know, Probably so before kinda, you couldn't YouTube it. You couldn't good, YouTube listen, how to make a candle. You, well, I mean, <laughs> And it was, it's not really hard. It's, yeah. it's the science behind candle making. Right, right. Um, like you have to pour things at the right temperature, yeah, do yeah. this, add it at this, you know, all of those different things. Um, and actually to your point of mute music, my candles are named based upon like the first thing that comes to my mind. Yeah, um, so like cool. when I'm smelling it and when I'm like crafting the scent, it's like, what does this remind me yeah. of? And that's how it's named. Um, so like all of my candle like names, that. like a ode to, you know, black culture, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, that's what I identify with. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. So um, so they're kind of like, you know, those things like Saturday morning is a ode to like Anita Baker, Gladys Knight. Because, yep. you know, growing up in the I household that I yep, did, you, yeah. you know, um, yeah. just. You get up on Saturday morning. If if yeah. Auntie Anita's on the radio, mm -hmm. that means it's time to wake up and clean yeah. up. Yeah, um, no alarm clock. No alarm clock. Yeah. Auntie Anita was the alarm clock on Saturday right. mornings with black mamas. Um, <laughs> yep. And so it just kind of reminded me of what the clean house smelled like. Caught up in the so cleaning. that part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so that's just kind of how all of them are named. Awesome. Um, but Burnt Culture was just like, I need a name that's, you know, not really a candle company name per se, but makes sense as a candle company name yeah. that can expand. Yeah. Um, so we actually do more than just candles. So we okay. do, um, I call it all the things spray. It's a luxury multi-purpose spray. Oh, is that what it, this is? No, so this is actually one of the brands from the store. So we oh, can come okay, back okay. to that we'll one. Go, yep. um, but um, so all the things, it's a luxury multi-purpose spray. You mm. can use it um, as a body spray, linen spray, room spray, car spray. Oh, wow. yeah, it's made yeah. of completely, completely natural ingredients that are mm. good for you and the yes. environment. Um, and we do a lot of, um, we used, we use vessels that you can repackage and repurpose for something else. That's so like cool. this is actually one of our luxury vessels here. This candle's actually called Rich Auntie. Mm -hmm. um, but um, so like usually when I'm done with candles, they kind of become a pencil jar, you know, yeah, things yeah. like that. People use them to repot small flowers, things yeah. like that. So yeah. um, we try to make sure you can get multiple uses out of them. Yeah. Um, we do luxury body butters um, and we do body oils as well. 
Um, we have smaller candles. We have some wax melts coming and a couple of other things. Mm. Had a lot of fun. But, you know, so burnt culture was kind of just like, to your point, it was, it was I needed it. And yep. so I created what I needed. Yeah, that's um, awesome. So that, that's how we got burnt culture. Yeah. That is cool. So now f with, with going into Blank Slate, what is your... I mean, I can kind of guess what the mission is, but I don't want to guess it. I just, okay. I, I want you, I want you to tell us, like, what, what was the mission behind it, and especially behind the even the format of it? Equity mm -hmm. was okay. the mission behind it. Yeah. Um. So, Essene Naturals, my skincare brand, was in an accelerator program, um, with a larger beauty conglomerate. Yeah. Um, and it was an amazing experience. Learned uh, like learned a lot, um, yeah. a lot of amazing things that you don't necessarily always learn at the beginning yeah. of your journey. Things that you you learn through trial and error. Right. Um, so it was about year three and a half, mm -hmm. four for my skincare brand yeah. when I was in this accelerator program. And at the end of this particular accelerator program, um, in order to now get your products moved to the next level. Um, you now have to be able to write checks for certain things. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, that disposable income to write that check, you know, to say, hey, I'm going to do this, and here's the money to show that I'm serious about it, um, as well as then, you know, needing to procure all of the items. So between vessels, yeah. labels, packaging, then raw ingredients to make said products for whatever the purchase order total would be, yeah. um, then becomes a lot because they're not asking for 10 units. Right. They're asking for a thousand, fifteen, two thousand units, um, yeah. and then when you have a line, so you have you know five to ten products, that's a lot to do as a small business owner, yeah. and then and the guessing, money that's attached to it. And I'm guessing they weren't, you know, oh, no, 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 giving no, no. you any working capital. No, okay. they. So in some so, accelerator programs, do it really right, just yeah. depends, you know. So right. it's not a slight, you know, to right. that particular accelerator program by any means. Right. Um, but I also didn't think my brand was in a place where they would select sure. my brand to go into their sure. store yet, right? Yeah. So I wasn't mentally prepared for like the sticker shock. Yeah. Um, and as a small business owner, um, it was just like, mm, if I had that much extra capital lying around, I would not have student <laughs> loans, right? right. right? I would have right. paid all of those off already. Right. Yeah. So you kind of like start thinking about that and I'm actually an engineer by trade. Right. Um, so. I make a pretty decent salary. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was still a far-fetched dream. Mm -hmm. You know, so having friends who are small business owners and, you know, it's the single mom who's doing it by herself, trying mm -hmm. to make her dreams happen, or because I do a lot of mentoring, you know, it's the college student, you know, still in college yeah. or fresh out of college. And, you know, they just started their first job, so they really have an amazing idea but don't have this extra capital, right. you know, to actually make it as robust as they would like it to. Right. What do those people do? How do they get over this yeah. hurdle? And you often hear, not to interrupt you, but you often hear so many early entrepreneurs, you know, that succeed, you don't necessarily hear it until like they've already gotten big, but it started with friends and family yeah. being able to give them a lot of money. And yeah. if, if you don't necessarily have that, and, uh, and honestly speaking, most people who look like me don't have that, sure. yeah. right? Yeah. You know, so it becomes yeah. harder. Because I'm yeah. like, oh, well, you can ask your parents. Ask, ask, ask your my rich auntie. Who? You don't necessarily have rich auntie. I'm the rich auntie at this point, you know. So right, right. it's like, you know, so those things don't exist. Yeah. And it, not that they don't exist, but sometimes they can be hard to come yeah. by. Yeah. Um, and these companies also don't pay the PO right away, mm -hmm. right? So again, to your point, there's the wor where's the working capital? Yeah. Where do we find it? How do we make it happen? And I went to the bank 
to get a business loan. Mm -hmm. And I've had multiple businesses that have done well. And, you know, when it came to the end of it, they didn't, I was too high of a risk for what I was trying to do, Mm -hmm. essentially. Um, And so it becomes, well, the businesses are operating. They're operating in the black. You know, we're good here. We're good there. What's the issue? Yeah. Um, so that's one of the reasons why I use equity. Like the mission is equity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people throw equality around all of the time, but right. what most of us really need is actually equity. Right. Um, and actually being a former educator, um, you know, seeing the difference between equality versus equity, like firsthand in a classroom, like really kind of drilled that point home for me. Right. Mm-hmm. So then like even being a business owner, now you really see it because it's now dollars and cents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like now it's even more tangible where you realize why equity equity is important. Right. Um, so really just the, the par- purpose of Blank Slate was to, well, is to um, give smaller business owners that opportunity to see their products on shelves, right. um, you know, have somewhere where they can send people, you know, mm-hmm. people don't have to wait for you to ship it. They can come to the store, sure, they can yeah. actually pick yeah, it up, you know, they can you physically come into the store, try the yeah. product out, smell which one they really want, you know, and right. actually purchase that one. Um, so it, it's, you know, multifaceted. Um, I know for me, having opportunity to see my products on shelves on those days where being an entrepreneur does not make sense. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. okay, well, I can see it and because yeah. I can see it yeah. and it's real. Yeah. It gives me just enough to like, you know, all right, but let's go ahead and tackle today. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's kind of how it got started. That's awesome. So, yeah. And obviously, um, based on your products and based on our various shopping visits to the store it it, it makes a lot of sense because a lot of your vendors have you know very experiential stuff like to open up the candle smell it spray yourself whatever um so and the atmosphere too of of yeah blank slate like when you walk in yeah you had the the candle burning uh 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 mistletoe under the mistletoe mistletoe. christmas music going when you walk in, yeah, it would walk in there. It was yeah. just, it was a great feeling, and it yeah. was, it was so wonderful. It was, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. It was, no, you're it was right. Great. To create a vibe, like right. I yeah. wanted to be a, a an experience, vibe. Yes. you know, for everybody. And yeah. yeah, I don't want you just to, you know, feel like you only have to come in and buy something. Right. Like I want right. you to feel like you can stay, we can talk, right. you no, know, we yeah. can laugh, we can joke, we can have Very a good welcome. time, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I wanted to feel like homes because I have to spend a lot of time there, right. <laughs> you know. So I wanted right. to be comfortable and like really a place that I would want, you know, to actually have to spend my time. Yeah, so yeah. I wanted to create that experience for yeah. those who come to visit. So. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So how many then, about how many vendors do you have right now? Right. And you know, yeah. are they, can you give us some of the various, okay. you know. Uh, uh, so we have a little bit of everything. Like yeah, you can literally like come it. to the store and almost anything that you're kind of looking for, we have it and or we know a vendor who may have it like on their website. Okay. Um, cool. So physically in store, we have skincare products. So that's yeah. literally from face care to body care. For men and for both women. men and yep. women. Uh, men and women. Of all backgrounds. Of all backgrounds. Yep. So yep. yes, the, the, so a lot of obviously our products um, are formulated with people of color in mind. Right. Only because when you do go to mainstream stores, you know, sometimes yep. finding those things that work for you just don't exist. Sure. Right. Um, like, you know, women of color tend to suffer from hyperpigmentation yeah. more than most others do. Right. Um, so with that, sometimes we need something a little more specialized to actually help with it. 
Um, so we do have um, those items that were crafted with women of color in mind, yep. you know, just to ensure that you can fix your problem issues that you're having too. Yep. Um, same thing for men of color, yep. um, you know, just people of color hair tends to be coarser and curlier. Yep. Um, so especially for men when they grow out beards. I was about you know, to say, so if I grew a beard, it probably different. wouldn't be as good looking as Grace. Well, that's, that's not necessarily that's, true. He knows? has a nice looking beard yeah. though. Yeah. But, um, you know, so it just, it, it really depends, sense. you know, so. Um, just men in general, you know, you, you struggle with like ingrowths, things sure. like that. Yeah. But yeah. the curlier your hair is, the the likelihood increases for those. Yeah. So we have like beard care. So you have beard scrubs, yep. you know, butters, balms, yep. oils, cleansers, I know all of that stuff. Some of the viewers um, out there that are watching this are going to get <laughs> to see you got some pretty pretty great clothing yes, and hats. Do. I yes. love the hats. We have yes. clothing. We have hats. Yep. Um, most of our clothing in store. Um, are literally designed by the vendors who are there. Um, we yep. do have one particular brand in store where um, her family's originally from Tanzania. Oh, um, wow. So she actually, her aunts are seamstresses and they make clothes. Um, so mm -hmm. she sources a lot of her fabrics and or items directly from her family in Tanzania. Oh, wow. um, and she has them. So some of those more um, ethnic clothing that you yeah. saw when you did visit the store, yeah. that's yeah. actually where they come from. Yeah. They come from I think Tanzania. Grayson yeah. put quite a few of those oh, on yeah. the credit card. He actually had on one of their hats. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So yeah, mm -hmm. so we had that. Um, we do have a few ladies who bake. Um, yep. So they have like um, actual like commercial kitchens where they are baking. One is a mother-daughter team. Somebody's writing um, Crofton, right? Yeah, so it's uh, her. Mama? Mona Lisha. Mona Lisha. Mona, Mona Lisha Bakes. Bakes. Yep. Um, so um, she's actually in Odington. Yep. Um, so um, she has a brand. Um, her cookies are amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're literally like oversized cookies. Yeah. Um, and she makes them like in the... The weirdest combinations when you say them out loud, yeah. um, but when you taste it, it's like, it oh, works. this makes They're perfectly awesome. good sense. <laughs> yeah. um, so we have um, perfume, cologne um, that are actually crafted by vendors. Yep. So it's not like something they bought to resell. Like right, they're right, actually right. making these right. fragrances. Okay. Um, makeup, um, so yeah. makeup, lip care. Um, literally, I have foundation in the store with women of color in mind. Yeah. Um, you know, so we have that. Um, we have home fragrances. We yep. have books. Um, yep. We have a couple of authors um, in store. So we have children's books, urban fiction, coloring books mm -hmm. for adults and children. Um, you know, so we have literally a little bit of everything okay. as far as like what's available to purchase at store. We have planners. We do have a planner vendor. Mm -hmm. um, so yep. like she designed her own planner. Um, and they come in like four basic colors and they're like really, really in-depth planners. So it's, it allows you to like really sit with your thoughts and right. like really write down and like plan, you know, your day out, your week out, your month out, all of those things. Um, so we really, I literally have a little bit of everything Very in bright. store right That's now. Awesome. So the thing about it is, is that, you know, with, with a place like yours, um, I think we know what it is to uh, the importance of shopping small shopping local um also shopping african-american yeah um can you give us because i don't want people to just automatically think you know um yeah well why why shop local why shop black why shop you know whatever can mm -hmm. you give us your um viewpoint of why it's why it's important for people especially this holiday season yeah, yeah. to do so 
So it's kind of like that meme that goes around that says whenever you support a small business. I actually think you posted one because another small oh, business. Oh, yeah, from downtown Small their, Business Saturday. You know, so when yep. you're actually purchasing from a small business, you do, there's literally a person, a real tangible yeah, person. It brings a smile. Doing a happy a dance. Like we may not person. physically be yeah, doing a yeah. happy dance, but in our mind, it's like, okay, this is yeah. great. Um, and why it's important is because it, it literally continues to circulate the dollar in your yep. own community. Exactly. Um, so when your small business owners, the numbers at which we're growing is like exponential. Yeah. Um, and if you have a large number of them in your community, their businesses need to do well so your community sure. can continue yep. to do well. Because yep. if they can't afford to go out and shop, if they can't afford, you know, yeah. to do what they need to do for their families, then you potentially are now going to have additional people, you know, who could potentially need government assistance to help yeah. for anything, yeah. you know, as a struggling business owner. Um, yeah. So, like, one of the terms we like to use in store is emerging brands, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I don't necessarily like the term yeah. small business, um, mm -hmm. only because when people think it's a small business, they really hear hobby. Mm, um, right, right. But like no, a side hustle, exactly. But this isn't. But this, this is some people. This is their livelihood. Like, like you. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, you don't mind me saying that. Like <coughs> you shared with us that you suddenly, or not suddenly, very recently, went full time into into blank slate, I leaving did. that former job. I did. So, I know, did. <laughs> so, so, so the hope would be that. So the hope would be that a lot of these brands might be able to do that if they want to. Yes, yeah. and and um, for me, it was it was honestly it was a necessity, right? right? Um, working as an engineer, there's no real set time for my yeah. schedule. Yeah. It would go from you know 40 hour work week, and the following week I may be working 80 hours. Yeah. Um, so when you're running blank slate, which is a type of a business that really kind of needs undivided need attention, yeah. it became hard to juggle. Right. Um, and in turn, you know, with it being hard to juggle, it's like, am I giving the vendors who are in store, who are yeah. trusting me to help them expand the reach of right. their brand? Am I really giving them the best that I can give? Yeah. Right. And the honest answer was no. Like when I was really honest with myself, right. it's because like, I don't have enough time, you know, my job was an hour and 20 minutes away. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so like that commute, so I'm up at 4 a.m. to get to work so I can work an eight-hour day to leave there, to get to the store by the time the store opens, to run the store until the mall closes, and yeah. then go home and then, you know, try to eat a balanced dinner, decide yeah. if I'm going to actually be able to get on my Peloton for 30 yeah. minutes tonight. Yeah. Do I give my puppy any attention? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I have homework to do. Yeah. I need to go to bed because I need to be up in three and a half hours. Yeah. You know, so kind of like all of those things. So I really just had to get to the point where I had to make a hard decision. Because yeah. um, let's be clear, I make really nice money. So, right, right. So, <laughs> you know, having to make that jump, but I yeah. knew it was necessary to continue sure. to help the emerging brands yeah. um, that we have, as well as really giving me the opportunity to continue to grow Blank Slate right. and my personal brands and, you know, just to ensure that I'm giving that, you know, my undivided attention, you know, yeah. so I right. can do what I set out to do, which was to help other brands grow. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, yeah, speaking of growth, so what? what's your, you know, one year, five year hope plan for, for Blank Slate? Is, are you hoping, you know, a lot of these brands that start as emerging brands with you, they'll, you know, prove their concept so well that they'll, they'll end up opening their own brick and mortar and you'll just be a, you know, kind of a 
producing more and more success stories or so short short answer yeah. i want to own the block okay. is what i actually want to do um meaning and i you will love to have the office well thank you yeah you will. i literally want to have you know whether it's a strip mall or a town center where yeah. We actually get to curate brands who are local and that's who you're shopping with. It's that big box stores have their places. Sure. But yeah. there are so many emerging brands with amazing ideas, amazing products, yeah. amazing concepts that don't really get the time, energy, and effort they deserve and limelight right. they deserve because, oh, it's easy to run to Nordstrom's. It's easier to go to Macy's. It's easier to go mm -hmm. to Lord & Taylor. Mm -hmm. you know. But what about these amazing brands that are out here, like getting it out of the mud, mm -hmm. but yeah. don't really get the, the same opportunities? Um, so the goal is to expand on what the current vision of Blank Slate is. Um, the goal is to have multiple locations of yep. Blank Slate. Yep. Um, the goal is to help other business owners open their own brick and mortars if they decide to. Because yep. um, brick and mortar is a heavy lift. Yep. Um, it's Yes, the store is cute, but there's <laughs> so much work yeah, that yeah. goes yeah. on the back end yep. that if I could separate the two and literally leave like the admin task to somebody else to do, I would hire somebody to do it like three days ago. Right. Yeah, um, right. You know, so the goal is to 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 shore up what we're doing at this location, um, and then actively start bringing that same idea, um, you know, to other places and to nice. other pockets to serve, um, you know, under underserved, underrepresented, um, you know, entrepreneurs. Yeah. So. Awesome. So the the thing about it is. Um, as somebody who grew up in the area, mm -hmm. as somebody who uh, you know the importance of shopping local, you know the importance of, of uh, like you said, circulating the dollar with, within your own community, um, what are some of the areas that, or what are some of the places that you go to in Anne Arundel to kind of relax, let your hair down, because you're busy. <laughs> You have 75 companies. Your okay. uh, dad joke here, because I can't resist it. I was going to do it before. You're burning the candle at both ends. No, like literally. Mm -hmm. Literally. Many the ends. The views of this podcast are not those of the jokes of Steve. Uh, we are not. Had to throw it in. He had to. He was waiting. He's been waiting for that opportunity. But where, where do you go, go to kind of just Decompress. get away and, you know. Kinda, okay in Anne Arundel County. So, and I really don't want to say this out loud because I don't want people to start going to my favorite places, <laughs> but it's okay because I want those favorite places to stay in business. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, so, one of my hands down favorite places to go in Anne Arundel County for, to get something to eat at a low key place is Grumps. Oh, very nice. Wow. And there are two of them, but people got their options. There's yes. Annapolis and Crofton. So, but it's okay. You can tell them there's two of them. That's fine. <laughs> um, I just love the ambiance of Grumps. Like, it's so, yeah. like, it's down home, right? Like, yeah. kind of just feel like you're walking into someone's kitchen and you're yeah. just having something oh, wow. to eat. Um, so, I really enjoy going to Grumps. Um, it's, like, easy. They're, they're shrimp and grits. I'll get it every single time I go. Yeah. Um, but they also have... I, have you guys ever been to Oh, yeah. Groups? I've been to okay. both multiple I times. You have I to go. I love okay. it. So yeah, yeah. they're like, they serve like literally, it's a like a quarter of a waffle, but it's like made almost like with cornbread. Oh, wow. And when I tell you it's amazing, 
It's amazing. Um, so I go to Grumps. podcast. Yes, yeah, so yeah. I go yeah, right, to right. Grumps. Um, just kind of like when I want to just chill, mellow. Nice. Um, when I want to go somewhere to eat, and I know there won't be a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I go to Grumps. Um, my little brother actually put me onto Grumps. My little brother's a foodie, yeah. um, so he will Google something and figure it out in a minute. Nice. Um, another place I really like to go. So this is a plug for my bestie. Yeah. So my best friend um, owns a nail studio. Okay. And her nail studio is in Crofton. Okay. Um, it's actually right by the bowling alley. Um, okay. So um, okay. the, so name the name of her business was known as Matched Beauty, uh-huh. um, but she has rebranded. So she is now Co-Cree Studios. Um, but she's in the same location. So nine times out of 10, I'm like, hey, are you in the studio? I just kind of need to just come and just sit on the couch and like decompress. Um, you know, so I'll have, I have a key. I don't have to call or tell her I'm coming, yeah. but yeah. you know, sometimes I want to see her. So are you here? Yeah. Um, but so I've actually like really enjoy like going out, hanging over there with her, like her customers. Um, but she is a certified cosmetologist. Um, but um, right now in her journey, she's specializing in nail care. So she is an absolutely amazing nail artist. She's actually in Barcelona. She got there yesterday. So she's leaving me. Like she'll be there till Tuesday though. Um, But she, so she's, she's, um, she does a lot of print work and runway work now. So she's been living her best nail tech life for like the last four months. (laughs) Um, So that's actually one of my favorite places to go. So ladies, if you're looking for amazing nail tech, she's your girl. Another place, so I really enjoy Wall Chapel Town Center. Yep. Um, there's literally something to do for everybody there. Yeah, there's a lot um, and their movie theater is literally my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Now, the one in Annapolis Mall, though, they've it's made great. some amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Since they've renovated, yeah, it's been absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, so I actually prefer going to the one in Annapolis Mall. Yeah. when I don't want to be bothered with other people. Sure. Definitely nice and sure. close after, after you close, close the door. It's close, yes. Yeah. And actually, I find myself doing that like once a month. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like my treat to myself. I'll yeah. just like go to the movies. Oh, yeah. movies out, and I'll go. Um, but there are a lot. It's hard. There are so yeah. many amazing um, businesses within the county. Yep. Nautilus is actually one of my favorite yeah. places oh, to nice. go. Yeah. Um, my family loves Nautilus. And yeah. sometimes it's like, can we go somewhere else? Yeah. Um, but you know, you get great service. They really treat you like family in there. Yeah. Um, I walk in and Mr. Tony sees me. And he doesn't even ask how too. I'm asking, how I'm doing. He asks about yeah. my parents who now mm-hmm. live in Florida. I yeah. haven't seen them. How they're doing? How's the weather down? I'm like, you actually remember they're in Florida? Awesome. Um, you know, so they really treat you like family there. Um, so like that's amazing. Um, I'm trying to think where else do I go? That's a I lot. Go a little yeah. bit that's everywhere. A lot. That's a lot. You know, and we know it's. it's I spend always... a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> out and about when you I'm not to. in the yeah. shop. But and you it's have always to. Um, stores are always changing at the mall too, yeah. as we know. Um, yeah. So. So that's that's um, good. Yeah, so. A little so, bit of everywhere and nowhere at the same time. Yeah. So speaking of other businesses then, um, what are, you know, just a couple of your top tips for other, you know, emerging uh, wow. business top owners tips. or established ones? Just, top tips. Yeah. You can just give us two of them. I think the first one would be just keep going. Yep. Like literally Dory. Mm-hmm. It's like singing in my mind half of the day. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Um, 
a lot of times it's really, really easy to get caught up in what you see like right now. Yeah. Um, especially if it's not kind of, if it's not going the way that you anticipated for it to go. Right. Um, and then in that you get discouraged. And a lot of times when most of us get discouraged, we stop working. Mm -hmm. um, but when you learn to work through the discouragement, through the frustrations, the setbacks, the disappointments, um, it makes it when you get to where you're finally going that much sweeter. Right. Um, right. So th that would probably be the biggest thing is to be to just keep going. Yeah. Um, and probably the second thing, um, <laughs> knowing when to ask for help. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think so often, and I'm going to put back on the title of a small business owner, mm -hmm. um, you wear so many hats. Yeah. And in turn because this is your baby yeah you're literally like i don't think i can trust anybody else with my kid right now sure. right. and with that you know so you're doing marketing you know you are customer service you are the owner you are the salesperson yep. you are the shipping department you yep. are the photographer you know you are the person developing packaging and labeling and determining how do we make this product is this a good product to keep going right. with you know so you, you do the market research you know you're everything right. and sometimes in being everything you don't give something your best effort yeah. because you're wearing so many hats yeah. um yeah. and i'm really not a horoscope girl but mm -hmm. i if there was a picture of a capricorn in the dictionary it would be me <laughs> yeah i am stubborn to a fault mm -hmm. um and i also don't like feeling like a burden so a lot of times i don't ask for help because i don't want to inconvenience someone else for them to have to come help me right um but in this season of where i am in my journey i've learned that asking for help is my saving grace yeah. Yeah. um because it allows me to focus in on those things that i do well Right. Um, and those things that if I don't do it, the business can't keep going. Yeah. Um, so it's giving me that opportunity to, to really focus in on those things that need the polish, that need my undivided attention mm -hmm. right. so that we can continue to grow and we can yeah. continue to scale. Yeah. So that's probably the second biggest thing, that's knowing when to ask for help. Yeah. Um, and don't feel bad because you need the help. Right. Um, and right. if people, if you can trust people, but make sure you're asking help from people that you can trust. Mm -hmm. That's the caveat. Yeah. Um, you know, Definitely. just making sure that there are people that you can trust. Um, but but don't be afraid to ask for help. Like yeah. the last two months, I've learned how to ask for help, yes. mm -hmm. and it's changed the way that I run my business because now I'm not as exhausted. Now, I'm still tired, mm -hmm. but I'm not completely exhausted. Like some, there's a vendor right now at the store who's running the store for me right now. Yep. So I, I could say, so I, I could actually do this. Because yeah. yeah. um, before it would have been like, y'all, it has to be between the hours of 8 and 10 yep. Yep. or after the store closes from 8 to yep. 11. I don't yep. know how late y'all can work, but it's it's freed me up to be able to do these types of things, you know, yeah. to, to bring additional awareness to what we're doing yeah. to the store, yep. to the brands. And I think that's so. that's the, the thing with uh, understanding the need for help is that, you know, that's what we do at Economic Development. Yeah. And a lot of people don't really understand that. Yeah. So they, yeah. they always think it's a catch-22 and it's yeah. not. Yeah. You know, we're literally here yeah. because a lot of people, we interact with small businesses, emerging brands from time to time and we we're, we're dealing with them so much that we understand it from an entrepreneurial yeah. standpoint and we know it's your baby it's everything but we also know that it's hard to ask for help and it's hard yeah. to be in the position of help mm -hmm. so that's why stuff like what we do with the podcast what we do yeah. when we're going out on business visits and things it's really just to let 
people know, hey, we're here. Yeah. Yeah. And we're here to help. We're here to uh, be able to kind of put that jolt and put that, that, that our money where our mouth is, yeah. where it comes to helping out small businesses so that small businesses grow and it creates an option in the community for, exactly. for um, yeah. The work for you all everyone. do is invaluable. Yeah. Like it really, really is. Um, like Steve pops up at the store all the time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he I'm tells there. you how often he pops up. Yeah, probably will tell everybody. <laughs> but it, it, one of the videos like that, who is this white guy on the yeah. couch? Yeah. I was like, it's Steve. Just, um, just chilling. But just checking in. you know, um, so it's it's invaluable. Like it it's a nice reminder to know that someone sees what yeah. you're doing. Yeah. Um, and yeah. sometimes that's all you need is to know that someone sees it. Someone sees the value in what you're doing and someone's here to support you you know in whatever that is so i if no one else has told you guys today i appreciate the work that you do we love we Um, love visiting too yeah so thank you both so much like absolutely definitely like when i it's like oh the guys are here (laughs) (laughs) i'm telling you i'm telling you and and as you could see in some of the clips uh we have uh, done some shopping there as well. So yes. uh, we, we've uh, enjoyed shopping small this holiday season. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to enjoy January paying off the credit card bill. Yeah. So. Yeah. But we know we Look. do know that we, <laughs> we'll be off there after pay now. <laughs> right. So. Exactly. I was going to say after talking to you though, you know, um, you know, you've got gift cards coming soon. We do. We actually have season. them. The gift and cards you've got are there. A lot to look forward to yeah. in 2023 too, because yeah. you're going to be doing you know, specific Black History Month marketing oh, plan, yeah, we have Women's History Month. We're so could you remind everybody community. out there where to follow you um, to keep up to date on all things? <laughs> That's a good question. Oh, yeah. um, so we can be found at Blank Slate MD on Facebook. Yep. Um, on Instagram, we are Blank Slate Dash MD. Okay. Um, if you want to shop the stores real easy, it's literally Blank Slate Shop dot com yep um but those are the places where you yep. can find us virtually the shop in person um, i think the closest quote-unquote anchor store you're probably next to is we're directly next door to crate and barrel yep so directly crate next door to crate and barrel small um miss mary will not care if you walk through crate and barrel to come visit me <laughs> okay um and or you could come through the container store yeah. um that would be the closest um entrance like yep. an actual entrance outside of using a store entrance and for all the parents out there you're nice and close to um the Anne Arundel County Public Library that's yeah, in the mall so right so that's next very door convenient. to the, to the uh, across from the library yep um the dance studio yep so what is that outlet dance outlet dance complex, complex. yep so they're they right just, there and then we're right next door to taekwondo so if yes. you Drop your kid off and let them take a class, you know. We're next door, so come take a class with us because we offer classes too, so. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. And everybody out there that knows it already, but uh, you can watch this podcast um, and future podcasts and past podcasts on Facebook uh, and YouTube. And then also be sure to follow us on uh, not only Facebook and YouTube, but Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram, um, AAEDC, or Arundel Biz on Instagram. And uh, obviously, have a great holiday yeah. shopping season and happy holidays uh, whenever and wherever you're celebrating. Um, so, uh, enjoy. Wrap on this one. Yeah, enjoy. Thank you, guys.